Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode number 109, an episode that uh, promises to offer, uh, well, some, some life-changing drama, I think. And so just some, some momentous occasions all around. Yeah. I don't know if you've had anything special go on in your life, John, but it sounds like nope. Stefan and I had just a jam-packed week over here. Yeah, zero, uh, zero shit, zero good shit happening over here. Just oh, no, you have, you have, um, you're the one thing. Oh, actually, that yeah, that is true, but I, I can't, I probably can't say that yet. Yeah, okay, I wasn't sure. That's why I said yeah. the one thing. Yeah, you're right. But you are started teaching I've again this week. I got that one thing. Right? Couldn't it be one thing? I don't know. However, that finger eleven song. You're back uh, in the classroom again this I, week. That's true. So that's, you're back on the saddle in that sense. I am back in the saddle. All right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll get there. Yeah. Just, I'll, pr- I'll pretend to have good news when we get to my turn. Justin Morissette <laughs> with you once again, and with me as always is Stefan Heck, John Bad News Cullen. And Stefan, let's start with you because yeah, you, you well, I guess you actually didn't really have good news, Stefan. Like Elvis Presley before you, you're all shook up. Wow. Uh huh. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good I segue. Guess so. I I mentioned it to you guys in the chat, and then we talked about it a bit before the show. But yeah, because you said you weren't going to bring it up on the show. But no, I it was like serious. I was like, that's bullshit. You're and, uh, I, okay. When I say witness, I didn't witness it. I was on the phone. I heard, and I saw the aftermath. Of what happened, right? Which is uh, what which is exactly. what? There's a guy getting smoked by an SUV. The guy, on, this guy on a bike, a right. cyclist. Okay. And so, so what happened? Well, I don't. This this car just, from the sounds of it, just gunned through a, a stop sign. It was like a four way stop in like a quiet neighborhood. Sure. And uh, I guess just decked this guy on the bike. I didn't see that happen. I just kind of saw the aftermath, and he had smashed into another car. Sort of saw the guy lying on the ground, and he was yelling and screaming. So that was so, that's a good that's a good sign. Do you think the cyclist got pinned between the car? Like he was in? No, I don't think I don't think so because it looked like okay. he was in the middle of the road. I didn't want to look. Right. Like, I didn't oh, look so like there. you make me watch all those bad things, but then when a bad thing happens, well, this is you much you look away. How how so? How is because it? Because those are those are videos of things, and they're yeah. those, well, they're that's, fine. That's yeah. real. That sounds like a, another solid episode of Stefan doesn't watch a thing. Yeah, Stefan experiences a thing. That's uh, bullshit. So, so you, so you were a witness to a horrific crime. No, I didn't see it happen. So you I heard saw it, it happen, and there were like twenty-five people around, all calling nine one or helping oh, the guy. So oh, that's like, that's what you say now. But when we were talking about this earlier, you said you were the only person there. Yeah, and you chose to leave. The yeah, you scene just let the, the guys chill on the ground. Yeah. Okay. So just. To, you can't see their faces. They're, they they look like total liars. I th- I that did not happen. Who looks I like total liars? You guys do. That you can't happen. see my face. No, no, no. There were lots of people helping him. The the ambulance came very shortly afterward. Uh-huh. No a fire truck, paramedics, all that stuff. The first thing you were you said, were you high at the time? No, I was not. This was at eleven in the morning, John. Oh, all right. Well, that's... I mean, I guess it was a Sunday, but wake so up, we were right to ask. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I feel like I definitely have the right to ask. Well, cuz no, the- I was going I was going to go buy uh, stuff to make sandwiches with and I made a uh, really nice sandwich. Oh, so so you saw a guy get hit by a car and you were shook but not shook enough to prevent you from eating a sandwich. Well, I like I used the wrong like the bread size was all, you know, when I used I, I accidentally cut a small piece and a big piece and I so the the top bread was small. Yeah. And it was like a comfort sandwich also. Yeah, I mean, it was avocado, some salami in there, some tomatoes. Some avocado pickle. and salami? Oh, yeah. I just put avocado on anything. But that, I yeah. mean, what? I know, I know. Like, Jesse and Drew and a couple other guys got mad at me earlier. Yeah, today. that's a horrible co- – It's you know it's a bad combination when Jesse Farrar is like, ah, No, it gross. was good. No, a- avocado was... goes on anything. No, I don't see yeah, what the problem is. The inventor of dinner sauce was yeah. like, sir – you have gone too <laughs> you far. You have gone too far. It was fine. I mean, I, I will just, I'll just eat an avocado straight up. Well, um, yes. That, that's, that's not fine, the right? same thing at all. You realize that what you said doesn't make any sense. No, but I don't see what the issue... Okay, this is going to be... A it's like saying... Like, that's like saying... Like, that's like if you put cake out. frosting on a steak. No, it's then, not. No, listen, hear me out. Because you're like, I said, I said I wouldn't put avocado on salami. And you're like, well, I would eat an avocado by itself. That's like saying that you put cake frosting on a steak. And I was like, that's disgusting. And you're like, well, I'd eat cake frosting by itself. Well, I, first of all, I would not eat cake frosting by itself. You wouldn't? Are you? I don't would. Know, an avocado oh, is, I totally is would. A or a fruit? It's a fruit, right? Yeah. It's that, like, it's like a butter in the organic form. Yeah. yeah. So God's what's the butter. problem with putting that on like slices of avocado with some like salami? And... Yeah, but it just uh, the flavor profiles are all wrong. Our listeners are going to no, back me up on this. They're one. all right. Uh, Believe me. They're, uh, they're, I don't know. Sorry, they're all right? We have we have yeah. uh, a very millennial fan base. I think they're going to side with Stefan on the putting avocado I don't on basically you. everything. No, I see I love avocado. I love it. I would never yeah, put it on So you don't want to put it on meat? What the fuck is up with that? Not salami, no. Well, we're straying well, from the real issues here, fellas. Yeah, exactly. Well, Stefan's obviously trying, trying to change the subject the because he fled the, first the scene thing of a he crime. He asked us was, no. "Is it a crime to leave the scene of a crime yeah. when Wait, you're I the did... only witness?" Yes, it is. We were talking about this. Um, it is a I, crime. I did not. No, no. So I didn't see it. I saw the after. And there were like 15 other people there, and it was like, what am I going to do at this stage? Episode... Yeah, after you abandoned your SUV and fled the scene. <laughs> Ep- oh episode one oh nine. Stefan commits a crime. <laughs> I I've I've smoked so much. I've committed crimes on episodes before, like during. <laughs> what's the show? Episode. What's the show that's that titles their episodes like that? That's the that's our definitely our show title. Like, episode one oh nine. Stefan commits a crime. Oh, it's, it's there... always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, if it was Friends, it would be the one where right. Stefan commits a crime. Yeah, but Friends is a horrible TV show. True. The Seinfeld, it would just be the crime. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now, Stefan, you also saw It today. What was scarier? Someone dying because you killed he them with your vehicle? Oh, my God. He might have died. So what, okay, what was he screaming? Was it, was it just screams or was it, was it just, words? No, yeah, it was just, it was just a, a, like a guttural... It was horrible. I hated it. It was like genuinely like rattling. And so, then later in the day, you were like, "I need to go see this horror movie to take no, my well, mind off." No, well, we already bought the tickets on Fandango. Oh, so. oh well, once you're committed. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. It's not it, like it you was, can just walk hey, into was, another uh, theater when you're at the movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would you say that buying the tickets on Fandango was a breeze? 
Uh, it was oh, <laughs> that's for you, it, Justin. Uh, that's that's a shout out to the Top Marks podcast right yeah, there. <laughs> it was fairly easy, but uh, I know there's apps that are are like even easier to buy tickets on. True, that is very true. Because sometimes buying tickets can be a real ordeal, wouldn't so you say? True. So true. Uh, absolutely. I, it seems like you're always saying that to me. In fact, yeah, it's like every. I, Every other time we talk, you're like, geez, buying these tickets is so hard. That's what well, I actually, always say. The annoying thing about Fandango is that uh, when you buy like a movie ticket on there, uh, it'll continually like buzz your phone and be like, hey, you have a, the movie starts in uh, three hours. Yeah, the Ticketmaster <laughs> app. I'm going to leave. Yeah, it'll do that too. Yeah. I know about this. I know, I know I'm going to the movie. <laughs> and it reminds you like every – actually, the annoying thing was we, everyone in the theater got an Amber Alert. Right before the movie started, <laughs> that was annoying. Appropriate for like the movie itself, but it was it was like you could tell the people in front of us theirs didn't go off, and I, I heard the guy in front be like, "Yeah, like I turn my alerts off, like duh, yeah, because you can turn the Amber alerts off, but like I'm not gonna do that." Um, yeah, that's not like a hero. Like I like that that guy. Like that was a hero move to him. Like, oh yeah, well, I turned my context, child is missing, and theater, I don't. Yeah, I don't give fine. a shit about children. No, but in context, in a movie theater, I'd say it's fairly heroic. Sure, sure. but like I would never think when I went into a movie theater, I should turn my Amber Alerts off. Also, I really, I think this would be a good question for us. But if you could, if you got access to the Amber Alert system in the states, <laughs> text fucking every phone in the United States, what would you text them? John Benet Ramsey found alive. Reverse Amber Alert. I would for sure. I would text, listen to real good. Yeah, show. I would definitely promote the podcast. I would promote the hell out of the podcast. Are you wow. kidding me? Sorry, guys. I guess I, I'm not the same. Um, but Stefan, it seems like buying tickets is such a difficult trying ordeal it, down in Los Angeles, especially right. Like mm. it's just something that no one wants to deal with down there. Is that true? Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, that's, no why, one, that's, yeah. that's why literally no one was at the Rams game this morning. That's that's why that happened, right? Well, I think it was the, the 49ers game there was no one at. I think the Rams game was okay. I don't, I'm pretty sure it was Los Angeles that was like the okay. half-empty stadium. The 49ers one, after after the half, there was no one left in the stadium. Oh, really? L.A. was bad, the, too. They were, both, they were both horrible. Well, L.A. plays in a... They play uh, in a... They play in a shitty stadium. They converted play in the soccer stadium. Oh, no, no, that's the Chargers. Oh, right, Chargers. The Rams play in uh, the Coliseum, which is like this super old. It's a fucking Coliseum. Is it the one out in Carson? Is it like Home Depot Center (laughs) or whatever? They really? Yeah, Yeah. the Chargers one. Wow. It's it's like 20,000. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, that is not good. Um, It's not. But, uh, you know, buying tickets should be easier. It shouldn't be so complicated, wouldn't it? Yeah, I agree. Because, you know, it, it doesn't have to be like this. There is a better, simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. Because SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person. And SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. We all have the SeatGeek app on our phones, and with sports season kicking up again of course this was the first week of the nfl season there's all sorts of sporting events you can be going to i'm looking at that thing from time to time to see if i can score any sweet deals any five dollar tickets i can land to an mls game as the case may be Uh, and i can be anywhere and with just a few taps i'm instantly finding the best seats 
SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. They save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek rates every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence, unlike those other guys, if you know what I'm saying. So make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Best of all, our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code REALGOOD today. That's promo code REALGOOD for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Is that rude? Was that rude to play Crash into me? Uh, oh, during I, the I couldn't think of what the relevance was. Because uh, the guy got hit by the car. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a crash. Yeah. yeah. I just want to. Ma- I just want to make it clear. I do genuinely feel terrible about about what uh, transpired. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did very much not want to speak about this on the show at all. No, because it was like it was horrific. The, Which... the stuff, like the aftermath of it that I saw. I think it might have been. I don't know. It was fucked, but it was good. It was very good. The, the crash. Not. It, the movie, crash. The movie was good. No, the movie was good. Which, um, which movie was that? Sorry, what? With the clown, the St- Stephen King's It. Oh, okay. Yeah, Who's based on, first? on the, the book. It was good. Um, it's it's a good movie though. It's it's re- it's very scary. Um, and I I ate like the perfect amount of edibles, which I found out for me my dosage is uh, the scientific term is a nibble. Ah, okay. So you, you yeah. do a so nibble now of edibles. You course corrected. A nibble of a cookie that had like 250 grams you, of weed in it. You course corrected after that disastrous experience at the Dodgers game. Yeah. 250 yeah. So grams of weed? Sorry, milligrams. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, that's a lot. I was, like, I was I really that smoke. cookie was enormous. Yeah, I was like, I don't really smoke weed, but I am familiar with uh, units of measure. You know when a town has like a novelty-sized coin in the middle of like yeah. the, the town square or whatever? Like Sudbury has that nickel. The giant nickel. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like the cookie that Stephanie yeah. just yeah, described. Exactly. <laughs> 250 grams, and I took a little nibble. Yeah. But no one has... You haven't called me out on this yet, Justin, of what I'm eating. Oh, I didn't even notice. What is that? An orange peel. Oh, I thought it was some sort of gummy. No. I, Why are you so eating just, an orange peel? I just peel? assume that everything you're eating at any given time is an edible of some sort. No, no, no. no, no. Only when I'm going to see a movie. Oh, okay. okay. Why are you um, eating it? An I, or- I wanted to get this out here because I want to normalize uh, eating orange peels. No. Why would you do that? That seems like something they a psycho person would fine. do. It's they're, fine. They're healthy. It's from a mandarin, like a clementine, so it's not like a thick orange peel. Still, like, the pith is like the worst part of an orange. No, I kind of like deciding the... to eat like all of the pith and I... also the rind. Yeah, the well, the rind is like kind of this nice like citrusy flavor, and I like the texture and like the pith is. There's nothing wrong with the Jesus pith. Christ. Your food takes on this episode are horrific. Well, this... I'm also I'm drinking a Sapporo. This is worse than the car accident. This might what be worse. Gonna... This is fine. I'm. You're Maybe eating more. orange rinds, and earlier you ate an avocado and salami sandwich. Can I confess? There are pickles and tomato and mustard and mayo on it as well. Jesus. Can Christ. I confess something? Yes. When I was a kid, like in elementary school, let's say like grade five or so. Uh, my, don't support him. My dad would send me in my, in my lunch for school with, a, with like a kiwi, but no utensil, no knife, oh, I, no spoon I, I, or anything. I, so for, for a while there, I, I was, yeah, I was eating the skin of the kiwi. I still do. You just bite right into it. Yeah, it's like pretty hairy and not the greatest texture to have in your mouth, though, right? 
Ah, no, you're mistaken there, Justin. <laughs> what is with you? You, no, the mouthfeel. He was making a ball sack joke oh. there that he likes to I'm have balls. balls. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, um, no, you can just bite right into a kiwi. I don't have time to fucking cut up something that small. Like, I think if it's like an apple or like a grapefruit, obviously, it's like, well, you have to cut this up. Maybe not an apple, but you, you, can, you can understand cutting up an apple is what I'm saying. Yeah. But like a kiwi is like, it's like this big. No, I'd like to like slice it in half and then hollow it out with a spoon. That's the preferred that, method. Yeah, that works too. But you can also slice it in half and then just suck the green juice. Oh, in. I don't know about that. that I do. That, this is this, this is curious and getting this curiouser ac- by the this moment. This accident really fucking changed yeah, you, man. You, no, I was doing this. I've been doing this forever. This accident. I can't believe I was me. under the gun for my food takes while you were harboring. I know. These well, I'm taking the, the heat off you time. because I want you to enjoy your 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 time in the sunshine here because you do you you do have some good news. I do. Yeah, John. Did what happened for you this week? Oh, you're leaving yours to last. Sure. I can't say. Okay. So I already, so just, I already said like so just bad. Things, I might. Uh, well, like last week, you said that you that know, I you, couldn't that say. you couldn't say. And technically, so, I still can't say. No, to, and technically, you are kind of jinxing it by saying it. But yeah. it's fu- but whatever. I mean, I guess you could always just say it, and then if tomorrow during your meeting <laughs> it goes the opposite way of intended, you could just delete this. Although that would be like the saddest edit of all time. Yeah. You're like crying while like editing this part out of I, the. No, I just have to repost the episode with. <laughs> Like one little bit of narration, snipping out this yeah. like seven and a half minute chunk that just says yeah. "real missing." Yeah, or you could do, or you could play the whole thing, but you could just add in a Ron Howard narration voice. You'd be like, "I got the job." He, he didn't. didn't. <laughs> there's that uh, there's that Brian Gar joke where he's like, uh, "Hey, uh, did you ever get that job you were talking about forever, and then abruptly stopped talking about?" It? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. That that joke. Uh, Cuts very near and dear. It does. Yeah, that's a really good. That's been my life. Oh, it's a really more often than not. But yeah, so I will also say that uh, that yeah, if you if you're out there, and I know people have said that they were cheering cheering you on, Justin, Mm -hmm. you may also cheer me on in my quest for this cool thing that I've been. uh, It's a comedy thing. I can say that, and it's uh, pertains to uh, a show that I've been. that I've been trying to uh, get involved with for a couple of years now. So if it comes uh, young through, Sheldon, young uh, Sheldon, sorry. Yeah. It, um, I'm a co uh, producer of young Sheldon. Yeah, he sends his audition reel yeah. to the producers of big bang theory. Every single, every single, season. Every single week, yeah. every week I send a reel. <laughs> I'm like, Sheldon is basically me <laughs> gifted program. <laughs> IB autistic. It's all, <laughs> it adds up. Is he officially Wait, he autistic on the show? I've never watched it. But I think he has Asperger's. Maybe. Oh, he has IBS? Uh, I mean, maybe he has IBS. What I did know. you say? You said IB? IB, yeah. Like, I did International Baccalaureate. It's like an advanced... Uh, oh, okay. I thought you... I, thought I, you meant, thought, uh, I also probably, thought you were talking about irritable bowels. No, no, but I do have that too. But um, but I thought that you were... Like, you would probably know. Stefan, wouldn't St. George's have had it? Uh, they had the gifted program. Oh, okay. I don't know if they had that. I, I was in the gifted program in, like... Uh, sixth grade. Nice. I was uh, I was in gifted from four to eight, but um, all I remember from it was that uh, we went on a field trip to a bog. At one point. Oh, I've actually been to that very same bog. Uh, Burns bog. Uh, oh no, not Burns bog. The one that's in Vancouver. I just assumed you were going to that one. You know the bog. Oh, I'm I also about? I think. Oh no, maybe it was that one. I, I yeah. think Burns bog is the only bog I can name. Yeah, Burns so. bog is the one that's out in like Delta. The remember bog when? in Vancouver yeah. is like the one. It's like by um like Lord Bing. It's like in that like kind of. 
Pacific Spirit I think that Park. Was like, yeah. Although, no, I felt like it was maybe out in Richmond. Anyway, this is probably enough bog. Talk. Remember a couple of years ago, though, when Burns Bog was burning? Yeah. Like, smoke was just billowing out of it for a I week do. straight? Yeah, because I drove by it yeah. all the time. I think that was probably the most ironic thing that's ever happened. Absolutely. The only other thing that would be ironic is if it was, uh, no, you know what? It's not a not bad. black fly in your Chardonnay. That too, um, that too. Good save, because yeah. what I was going to say was not. <laughs> it was worse than that? Oh, yeah. Wow. Because it wasn't really right. It okay. wasn't a good pun. It was just, yeah. I'm, okay, well, John you know me. I say very bad. I say very bad puns. It was so bad that I pulled the shoot on it. Whew. So you know it can't be very good. And uh, yeah, so you can send me good vibes. Otherwise, my life is just normal. I'm back to school, like we said. Uh, that's fine. Uh, you know, seeing the kids again is always nice. And um, yeah, I, you know, you... It, you guys have had kind of life-changing things happen, and I'm just uh, just trucking along, you yeah. know, just my usual successful self. Um, yeah. Last week, wait, I wait. What was my good thing? Well, you didn't have a good thing. You had a life-changing. You didn't thing. get. You didn't get arrested when you. That's fled true. The scene. And it, <laughs> the cops were like, "No, it's fine. He's fine." Oh, they're like, "Oh, isn't that boring as heck?" <laughs> no. Well, I have. Uh, I have. A, uh, I'm working on a couple of uh, shows for Cafe. Yeah, the know. arresting officer is going to be like a background extra in your next videos, right? Exactly, yeah. No, we're filming one of them hopefully next week, so I think that'll be a lot of fun. And also, Rob's show comes out on Tuesday, the day after September 11th, and uh, the day after several hurricanes hit the continental U.S. So, Including Hurricane but, Sheldon. Yuck. Well, that's... Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a hurricane of, uh, of high Nielsen ratings. <laughs> that's, a, that's a cultural storm, if I've ever heard it of is, one. It is, definitely. Okay, wait, did we decide if he officially has a designation on the show or a diagnosis? Is he like officially? Well, everybody is like, God, it's such a great portrayal of Asperger's, no, including not. Asperger's people. So, oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if yeah, you've you ever know, said it. You know who's uh, who's who's notorious for uh, understanding other people and what they're like is people with Asperger's. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> this is super accurate. Well, Stefan, I'm. I maybe delete that joke. <laughs> I'm no, very, that's a good joke. I'm, I'm very it. happy to see you wield your influence down there in LA to get out of whatever legal trouble you might get in because I also have more influence than apparently I thought I did. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry. I got to interrupt you because this is fucking hilarious. Okay. It says uh, he exhibits, uh, talks about how he has almost a total lack of social skills, a tenuous understanding of humor and difficulty recognizing irony. He exhibits highly idiosyncratic behavior, general lack of humility or empathy. He also lacks toleration, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. It says, despite speculation that Sheldon's personality traits may be consistent with Asperger's, obsessive compulsive, and asexuality, co-creator Bill Prady has repeatedly stated that Sheldon's character was neither conceived nor developed with regard to any of these traits. I I thought you were were reading from my Twitter bio first. Well, I like the idea that uh, I like the idea that he was like Asperger's people were like, "Oh, this is so great! We finally have someone in the media that's really reflecting us." He's like, "No, no, it's not." But they do it's not for you. They do though. It might not be Sheldon or even young Sheldon, as the case may be, but it is Drax the Destroyer from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, does he have Asperger's? Um, no, but he, he comes from a race of aliens who take everything extremely literally. So kids with Asperger's very much like see themselves in him on screen. I gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Drax is a way better influence than Sheldon. Absolutely. I would love to see young Drax coming yeah. this fall to ABC. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, okay, sorry to interrupt, Justin. That's Go okay. Ahead. I Go was ahead. I was making a perfect segue into uh, influence, but I forgot because you have like two things. Again. Yeah, there's two things. Should, yeah. Which which one should we start with? Well, we got to thank donors. We do. So do one. Okay. And then we'll thank the donors. Then do the second no, one. No, you know what? Let's thank the donors first. Yeah. You want to thank the them? donors yeah. come first because I think it's the donors who made both of these things possible. That's actually true. That a, is actually a, true in a yeah. way. Uh, yeah, I agree. I actually, I think that's super true. Because yeah, I had, I had just a great week all around. Uh, maybe <laughs> we think <laughs> we're pretty sure. Well, I don't think I don't know. I'm just going based off of what you said. So don't say we think <laughs> you. You've said it's good. So I'm like, great. I'm happy for you, buddy. But don't implicate me. I'm not sitting here like, wow, Justin's had a really great week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's thank some donors here. Yes, sounds great. Play that song, bitch. I don't know why I said bitch there, but I like (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money, that we know. That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck Fuck your your parents. parents. Now, I know what you might have been thinking at the end of last week's episode, which is, wow, these guys are turning a bonus episode uh, out of their fantasy football draft. That couldn't possibly be entertaining to listen to. And folks, let me reassure you, the draft was really secondary to the overall conversation we had with Jesse Farrar, which was delightful. And I think a lot of people agreed, which is why they signed up to donate so they could hear it. Yeah. True. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse is so funny, and if you and this is that was his first episode, I think, where he came on as himself, uh, for the most part. Yeah, and was on the entire episode. So and we we got pretty sincere a couple times. Yeah, it was nice. I thought it was a good episode. After the episode was over, Jesse and I expressed our mutual respect for each other. Oh no, no, that was all. Oh, you in kept the show. it on. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. No, <laughs> that all stayed in. Oh, good, excellent. Because yeah. um, so, you know yeah. what the people want is real. They, they do. They yeah. want authenticity. That's true. We did. That's cut true. It. And I a real episode so far. I planned so. to give it to them. That's fair. Speaking of real, this real man donated to us, Dave. Uh, pledged $5 to the show. Dave it's, exclamation it's Dave mark. with an exclamation point, so I can only assume it is pronounced Dave. I wish there was like a Spanish upside down exclamation mark beforehand oh, too, like yeah. Rob, the, oh. the Rob Schneider sitcom. Yes, yes, that would be Or great. sorry, that's Rob. Rob. And it would be <laughs> Dave. Rob Schneider. Dave. <laughs> Dave. Yeah, it would be. Or David. Da- David Via. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, next up we've got Fiat Lux, which I thought was a car. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure it but is. But and it is, but also it's like just, Elon Musk invented him. It's right? just the guy's, but it is also his name on Facebook. Yeah, he, he has did been commenting ask me, on the Facebook. Yeah, he, he asked, asked me if to he could, send all the bumpers to him for some sort of a elaborate scheme that he was planning yeah. to. He said he was going to quit his job and use one of our bumpers. He used to, all of our bumper all, music all inside the preset playlist that plays the music inside the store of the job so he's working at. Fiat Lux is Latin for "Let There Be Light." So Fiat, if you're out there. Uh, which I know you are. Um, just email. I'm saying I don't know if that's his name. Let there be light. That might be his name. Email us. <laughs> that's at his full name. Realgoodpod at gmail dot com. If you email me, I will send you all of the bumpers to pull off your prank. Yeah, but only. Like- because you chose to donate this week. And, and also make sure that you... Uh, wow, we're actually doing a lot of work for you for five bucks. Maybe you should think about upping that. Um, <laughs> also, to take video of whatever prank yeah, you're Yeah, whatever's doing, going on here, please make sure this video. Group. 
Uh, thank you to Alex uh, for pledging five dollars. Thank you to Alex again. Uh, Just it a, could, a mystery could be a man or woman. Oh, We're yeah. again very ambiguous names on the show. Yeah. Um, speaking of ambiguous names, uh, friend of the show, longtime friend of the show, has never donated to the show, uh, but. You know who you are, and he has the same initials as me, JC, but I will not say his name on the show because he does not donate. And he was mad that we shouted out Sam Parrott on the show last week and not him, a, a day one listener. Oh, and oh. he's friends with Sam Parrott and myself. We're oh, okay. all mutual friends. And I'll just say to you, JC, we will say your name on the show when you donate like but, everyone else. But because you are not donating, yeah. I'm going to call you Jamie Cesspool. Oh, wow. Because that's what you are to me. Wow. Okay. This is part of my heel turn. I like it. I'm, I mean, really, you, I'm really asserting myself you, lately. Well, you just basically said his name on the show, though, so you kind of really walked back all the things that I did. Yeah. But anyway. I'm going to call him uh, Joe Cool. <laughs> Joe Camel. Cool, Joe man. Camel. There you go. Killed a bunch Joe, of kids with cancer. Joe okay. Chill. Killed Batman's parents. There you go. Oh, a lot of <laughs> tough, tough initials. Anyway, if you don't donate to the show and your name is JC, apparently to us, you've killed a lot of children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks. Next up, Brendan Mack. Thank you, my thank, favorite thank, type yeah, of uh, you, my favorite type of sushi. I mean, we're operating on a Maki mixing board right here yeah. today. Well, this is Maki Japanese each and every M- single week. M A K I. So I said my favorite type of sushi, Maki uh, rolls. Uh. And uh, and also thank you to Jacob Eddy for pledging five dollars. Well, that's just the one with like it's a skinny roll with the seaweed on the outside. Yeah, that's the worst one. What no. are you talking about? Best roll, John. Your food takes today. I know you no, want to throw t- Stefan under the bus. I think we all have questionable food takes. I think it's fair to say. <laughs> I think it's almost <laughs> like we're human beings this. and we have our own tastes. Yeah, everybody has their unique preferences. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think we're all we're just we're very stupid generally. That's true too. All we are all, all we are. I think we can't we can't ignore that. True. That we're all. Very oh, it's dumb. very important to note that we are very stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. True. So that is it. We've thanked all the donors that we need to thank. Yeah. And now, Justin, uh, I guess this is our good for you. I, yeah, I guess we're bringing oh, yeah. back we're good bringing for back you. Good for you because we haven't done nothing good for really you. good has happened. No, in, to at any least of like us. Like a year and a half. Yeah. Well, while Stefan moved to L.A. Yeah. Uh, but other yeah, than that, that was pretty bad for you and I, though. John. That was that's right. That was yeah. So it's like it wasn't good for all the show. Like it wasn't yeah. good for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, we we could do a good for you for Stefan about that, but then we'd have to follow it up with two rounds of bad for you. You know what? Actually, I would say it's more like we would say good for you, but like kind of sarcastically and sad. Oh yeah, yeah. So Stefan would be, would be like, oh, it's a good for you for Stefan. Like a like yeah, good good for you, man. Mm-hmm. Like, good. like sort of just half patting him yeah. on the back. Yeah, like good like good yeah. You're moving to LA, like good. That's you know what, good for you, man. That's good. You know what, good. I'd say good for you, man. Well, uh, I but think this these are straight up good for yous to Justin. I think least. it's important that we thank the the donors before we talk about what happened for me this week. Yeah, because, that's true. This because is... I think the show made a lot of this happen in both oh, cases. Definitely. Uh, in this first case, for sure, it made it happen. Because definitely. I gotta, I gotta, you know, it's not often that somebody slides in the uh, DMs of this guy over here, you know? It's not something that I have to deal with on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, totally. I um, understand. And when it does happen, it's usually a person, you know, an actual human being, uh, not uh, some sort of multinational corporation of any kind. Uh, but on Thursday, I received a direct message from the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> the team itself had finally heard all these things we've been saying about it over the years and decided to reach out uh, with a message that reads as follows. Hey, Justin. As always, we're appreciative of the support you show the Canucks. 
I'll just leave a pause in there for people at home yeah. to laugh about that. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. But anyway, continue. But John, because you've said this uh, privately that, you know, of the three of us, you hate the Canucks the most and have probably showed them the most support on this program over the time Absolutely. we've been doing it. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, because I, I would say that I end up spending most of my time being like, yeah, well, I hate the Canucks, but... It's not so bad. It's, it's not, not so as bad. bad as Stefan and I are making Or I'm like, be. I went through this with the Leafs, or I'm like, but I still like Bo and the Sedins and yes. Ryan Miller I started to like last year. and like, So, I, yeah, I do feel like I'm a little bit more compassionate towards... And they're the team I hate the most in the NHL. Mm. They're number 31 for me. Well, they're thanking me for my uh, shows of support <laughs> over the years. And they'd like to invite me <laughs> I'm just actually picturing you you doing the scream at the draft lottery. Uh, <laughs> this is a guy who supports us. No, fuck you. We'd like to invite you to join our Canucks Influencer Program yeah. for the 2017-18 season. You will receive tickets to a few games, Canucks Team Store goodies, and a couple of beers and treats. To celebrate the launch of the program, we're hosting an influencer meet and greet on Thursday, September 14th. That's this week. From 4 to 6 p.m. at the Sports Bar. We'll provide drinks and appies, and Trevor Linden and CEO, COO Jeff Stippick will be making appearances. It's a Jeff fun, Stippick, wow. It's a fun, yeah. informal yeah, event, yeah. and it'll be a good time. Let us know by Monday if you're interested in the program. And if you'll be attending the event so we can provide you with more details, it would be great to have you on board. Signed, your Canucks. I mean, you're going, right? I already confirmed my attendance, yes, because I feel like I have some journalistic duty to report on what goes on there. Yeah, you have some journalistic duty. (laughs) In my journalistic diaper, am I right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean,. I, I mean, how do you not? You're going to get free tickets. I mean, yeah. I can't wait until you, the, the tickets will probably be like, like it'll be like that Columbus game this year. That but, was like the snow, see, the snow see, game. A friend of mine just became the play-by-play voice of the Vancouver That's true. Canucks. That and I'm true. soon going to be living right next to Rogers Arena also true. with this gentleman's best friend as my roommate. So I was pretty sure we were probably going to get hooked up with free tickets this season anyways. This is not really the best way to buy my love. But... There's was some swag, some snacks, some beers, yeah, some, some treats. Some treats. That's Who the even way, knows that's, what that that's means? That's the way adults talk to each yeah, other. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I gotta leave with a goodie bag of some kind. I think you this probably is like a will. hockey birthday party. Yeah, it certainly sounds though? like it. They did, did yeah. They, did they your email? I was a little bit nervous that my invitation might be rescinded because I did immediately post this DM <laughs> publicly <laughs> on both but my like, Twitter and Facebook. If they know who you are, they must have expected you to do that. Yeah, there's no way you do more than two minutes of research into who I am and don't think I'm going to do that I mean, maybe they didn't at all. Yeah. Maybe they did zero research. But then, look, we have some listeners who work for the Canucks. True, we do. And I'm not going to say who they are, but yeah, they no. know who they, they are. Know who and they, they came are. forward and said that they had nothing to do with this. Yeah, so... This is a very weird thing in general. It is, but it's cool. Like, do you... do The other thing is, like, do you know... Do we know anyone else? Like, I don't, what, did anyone else no, see nobody, that tweet and, like, 
like nobody told that tweet me, got a lot of play. It did, it, and it, no it, one was like, "Hey, me too." In a relative sense to like a Vancouver hockey thing, it kind of blew up. Uh, and and yeah, no, not one single person was like, "Cool, see you there." Yeah, because I said I'm I'm kind of concerned that the team is just rounding up its most vocal critics so it can kill us. Yeah, and a lot of people wrote in to say like, "This is the exact kind of scheme that police in the United States used to use." to arrest people without standing warrants was invite them to an event where they were going to give away free televisions. Oh, and then yeah. as soon as someone showed up, boom, you're in jail. Oh, I like that. Um, but, but this Did just... You get a TV? No. It's a good so. thing yeah. Stefan doesn't live here because then they would have arrested him and put him in jail for leaving the scene of a crime. Oh, my God. Well, I, I didn't actually get an invite. I'm kind of pissed off. Yeah, uh, I'm actually surprised, too, although your Twitter account is at hockey dipshit, so that might have something to do with I it. I mean, that shouldn't preclude him from attending because I would say he is very much a, a Canucks influencer. Oh, big time. Of so one of the, part of the reason that I am going to this thing is I am very curious to see who else is there yeah. and what sort of presentation they even make because like this is a naked attempt to buy my approval. Oh, absolutely. Like there's no Yeah, they're calling you an influencer. Yeah. Like they're expecting that they're going to give you this shit and you're going to tweet and Instagram and all that stuff uh, about, about how it. cool they are yeah. and how 100%. what a wonderful team it is. Oh, look at this jersey I got from the Canucks team store. Yeah, and a lot of fans just said how pathetic it was that they are basically attempting to buy fans. Yeah, it's a real uh, it's a real Ottawa Senators move. Yeah, you like even giving away tickets is a weird part. Never mind yeah. the rest of the things they're giving. Well, I mean, away. Uh, that's it's crazy to me that like five years ago you couldn't get a ticket in this city yeah. and now it's like oh hey especially some- me five years ago I didn't have any money well, that, exactly. I didn't have any pull I didn't have any juice I had didn't have a podcast that's for yeah, sure yeah you had nothing yeah. and so now like it's just so crazy to me that they're like hey Here's a guy that sometimes tweets things that gets likes. And I'm like not even – I am not up there in the ivory tower, folks. I am sitting down on my hill of beans, and yeah. they are still extending. Yeah, they're coming to your hill. Yeah, they, they just threw down like their rope ladder out of the helicopter, and I'm climbing up. Oh, baby. absolutely. Uh, but I, I wanted to be fully transparent and completely explain everything that's happening with this on the show itself. And also, I was very positive about the team in general when we talked about them last week. And I don't want people to think that I've already been you bought have. off. You have, yeah. though. Um, but I have I, I will just say, I think I respect all of their decisions. Um, I think Jim Benning has about two years left on his contract. I'd like to see a zero added to that, too, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, I, I 20 more years about the team or, or their draft picks or signings or trades or any moves they've ever made or will make. Um, you know, I think it's, it's, it's great. That they're going to China right before the season starts. They're flying around the world um, with a team that already travels a lot and is like super injury prone. And they're trying to get more fans over in China by playing uh, Jason Megna for 20 minutes in the preseason game. So I think, um, I think it's fine, and uh, I think I think uh, I like everything they're doing, and it, nothing they do will backfire on them, and they're going to be good this year. Now, to fully contextualize the praise that I gave the team last year, off the air, I did say it seemed like since the trade deadline earlier this year, in sort of like an adult version of like Rookie of the Year, Jim Benning must have like slipped and fell on the ice at Rogers Arena and just bonked his head really hard but it made him way smarter. Yeah. Because it seems like that's sort of what's been going on there. Either that or someone quantum leapt into his body. Um, I mean, it's all possible. Those really seem like the only two I did talk about the time I saw Jim Benning, right? 
No. Yeah. I, on the show, I didn't talk. I know I told you guys. I saw him at Urban Fair. Okay. Oh, and yeah. Like when oh, you, I think you did mention this, when, maybe. When, I, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but I saw him grocery shopping, and I will say, like, even in person, he looks like a dumb – like, he looks like a dumb man. Like, it's just a – like, and I don't mean to be rude or offended, but, like, he just looks like that. Like, when you just see him in person – He's you're a farm like, boy. Yeah, you're like, this is not a smart – He belongs man. Like, in a barn. Yeah, he looked almost <laughs> lost. Yeah, exactly. They should put him in a barn and put Brian Burke and Kevin Lowe in there, too, and just <laughs> – Make it a fucking three-way dance. <laughs> Sorry, um, that's a real deep. That's a real deep insider that so most yeah. of our listeners are not going to get. So that's this Thursday, and I will be attending. Can't that. wait! I can't wait to uh, hear just all to of report it. back next week. I know you'll be. I know on, you'll be on, uh, filling up that our our uh, group DM yeah. telling us all the crazy shit. Yeah, that that could be a bonus episode, actually. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you just phone. <laughs> Like, hey um, well, either that or just after the sh- after you go to the you know thing. what? Let's yeah. get- I I think it's very weird too because Stefan, last week your one good thing was Ingrid Goes West, yeah. which is a movie about someone stalking a social media influencer. I know. And then the very next week, I apparently am one of those. Have fun. So maybe there's an Aubrey Plaza out there waiting to ruin my life as well. Have fun, Ingrid. Yeah. Um. Now I actually think you you should ask Lyndon to be on the pod. Yeah. Well, because he'll be like, oh, so what do you, you know, like, because he'll probably, I mean, presumably he'll be like, why are you here? Like, why are you an influencer? Mm-hmm. And you can mm-hmm. be like, well, I have a podcast. Like, hey, you, you should guess. You should, yeah. We'll have I really want to know. Like, I don't think he's heard of it, but on the off chance he had, it can't be good. No. Uh, we could really re- rehabilitate his image in the market. But though. it would be pretty sweet to get him on the pod. So I if think he came on, it was like super ironic. And like was like, yeah, I love uh, Bronze Hammer and Dog Boner. <laughs> that would be super oh, funny. I, I fucking love this guy. Yeah. Um, but a surprising amount of people actually have heard of the show and do listen to it. Important people, right? Because that leads us into news item number two. Good for you, number two. Good for two. Yeah, good for two. And this is arguably this is definitely the better for you. Yeah, yeah. bigger, this, bigger. This news. is really reasserts myself as a true influencer. I think. Uh, I'm a real yes. important person. Yes, yes. Uh, I kind of teased this out last week and again on the bonus episode la- that dropped last week as well. But um, I, it looks like I'm going to be working for Sportsnet Vancouver, the new, the brand new Sportsnet 650 radio station, all sports, uh, running head-to-head with those other guys who shall not be mentioned because they are not employing me. Yeah, TSN uh, 1040. Sure, that. Um yeah, I am now... Sorry, you just said nameless. That's not a name. That's just what the station I is. I said they shall not be named. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but and I then did, you but immediately I say, did No, but it. I didn't say a name. I didn't say a person's name. Yeah, but you named the corporate entity. No, but that's not I a name. I chose not to buzz market them. That's the corporation. I guess. It's not the person's name. Yeah, but I'm not even gonna, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. It so wasn't like I, I was say- out here saying like, hey, check out... Mike Halford and Jason Bro uh, on, uh, on TSN 1040s. It's Broff, but I, I would rather. Shit how his uh, well, I don't know why I've corrected you. Yeah, you're like, that's oh, yeah. Broff. Yeah, the Bro is the guy hosting in the morning. If that's you know true. What I'm if you know what I mean, bro, um, bro Jake. And yes, someone wrote in and was like, there's a man really named Bro Jake. It was Devang. Yeah, it was Devang. Devang Desai, Desai, Desai wrote in and was yeah. like, his name is really Bro Jake. Yeah. And not only that, but for a time. Back in like the early 2000s, I want to say, there was a long stretch where pretty much every city bus in town yep. had a enormous bus-length photo of Bro Jake completely buck-naked lying on his side in like yeah. the, the Costanza-style pose with the Rock 101 
photo uh, logo obscuring well, his ding dong. Because he kind of so looks- not only is his name Bro Jake and he's a very old man, but pretty much everyone in Vancouver has seen him naked as well. Well, because he kind of looks like Howard Stern, so mm-hmm. I think they were going for like a Howard Stern type. Like he's nothing like Howard, but yeah. he is. But I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, I think so. Was a kind of like ooh, private this parts. Guy, he's risky. Sort of, yeah, it seemed like maybe uh, a play on like the private parts yeah. theatrical poster. Totally. Uh, except with an even uglier man who's yes. even older and nobody wants to see that but we all had to for like months on hey, it whatever, I think that man. lasted a very long time what anyone jerks off to is their own business that's true that's true but yeah I will be working as a producer board op and uh, occasional uh, on air portion uh, as well at the is that your job net. title occasional on air portion well <laughs> I'm a board op producer <laughs> but I'm going to mostly be working shows where there's only one host right so I will be the de facto co-host basically right yeah yeah uh, and I don't have a set schedule or know which shows I'll be working on yet but earlier today I was the producer for the Canucks broadcast live from Penticton at the Young Stars tournament and uh, yeah to pr- uh, produce uh, an NHL broadcast was kind of a surreal thing it was really amazing and I do well it was the- it was the young stars. Yeah, but it's still. You know. I know. I'm. I'm bugging you. I know. Uh, I'm. I'm very proud of you, Justin. I'm very happy for you. And and on some level, like this show had to have made this happen for me because there are a lot of people in that building who do listen to this show. Some people in that building who donate to this show, in fact. That is true. And we had the big boss uh, of Sportsnet Vancouver tell me that he listened to this show before bringing me in for my interview and came out of it thinking that I had real chops and have a future as an on-air person. Yeah, shocking. Now, which episodes did he listen to? I have no idea, but, you know, I came out of the summer of Squirt shockingly With a unscathed. Job. Not yeah. just unscathed, but we dry? way better than I was yeah. before. You came out of it very scathed. <laughs> so it was pretty sweet. I, hey, I guess, you know what? I guess your mom was wrong. Yeah. Two years. It took two fucking years of doing this every single week, but... Uh, yeah, it it did pay off. He's on some gonna cry. Point. No, I'm he's not. He's gonna I cry. Won't. I won't. I'm just very. I, no, I life. wish I was up in Vancouver right now, Justin, because I am very happy for you. I'm also you. happy for you, despite uh, what everything is telling me. Yeah, like my body. The the, the my body's the only like, God. Just tell him he's a shithead. Only bad things should yeah, happen. No, to I'm me. just joking. No, I'm very. I'm happy for you as well. I hope that. Uh, I hope it goes well and and everything is great. And of, of they course. don't listen to too many more episodes yeah. of this show. Now the real concern is that they'll ask me to stop doing. This it is possible they could. The, they might want to own all of my creative output that's true but i but hope not that's presuming they give you yeah. creative output yeah. like if that happens that's a pretty good place and we'll just have to replace you i uh. mean <laughs> you know it's listen it'll be sad i mean for some mm-hmm. and uh but you know overall i think we can agree that would be best for everyone let's bring uh let's bring bro jake on <laughs> yes we'll swap you with bro jake and he has to be naked the entire yeah, time well, every whatever. of course that's how i know him yeah yeah. Uh, no. But yeah, no, it's definitely awesome news. Uh, we're we're very pumped for you. I, obviously, like, you got it, a lot the, of love. The on, news uh, the news has not officially come out yet. No. But like anybody who listened to the station over the course of this weekend, I was on the shows a couple times and yeah. uh, was you know credited on air as the producer uh, multiple times. So it's like an open secret kind of thing, and I feel like it's okay. Well, to talk presuming about this. that you get it, yeah. I mean, you still don't know. Yeah. So I mean. At the same time, I've had multiple people say, like, how could you not get it? They don't have anyone else. But that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean... I'm there mean, doing the job. There's no one... I mean, true. 
True. There's, if not me, who? You know. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that the name of an album? Uh, is it? Isn't it? Isn't it like if not? If not now, when? Yes, that's what I'm thinking. That of. might be the Smiths. I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Yes. Yeah, I could uh, call. I knew it sounded like the cadence of it sounded like an album. See, just a big week all around for me personally. And for sports as well, because the NFL is back this week. It is. Let's get to some clips of the week. We have some clips. Uh, of One course, from the NFL. Of course, uh, it was a very upsetting opening Sunday for you, John, because Danny Woodhead oh. is out presumably for the year. No, they're saying four to six weeks, but nah. it's Danny Woodhead. He's injured every minute. And you took and him pretty 32. late, too. So. Yeah, yeah, but my, yeah, my team in the real good pool may not be very good. Oh fuck! I just I was looking at my injuries. I have I don't think he's in the real good pool, but I have him in another pool. But Allen Robinson is out for yeah, the year. Out for the year, yeah. Torn ACL. That's, that's really good. Well, here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Oh my god! Jesus, <laughs> I don't Christ. know what I'm doing on that front. No, you don't. Uh, well, let's start in the <laughs> NFL, where of course we talked about the game earlier, uh, the game uh, between the Rams and the Colts, I believe, that was very sparsely attended. Stefan, you weren't there. And if you, no. if you had been, you would know that uh, there was nobody there with you. Uh, but somebody else who maybe was not all there either <laughs> was head coach <laughs> Chuck Pagano yeah, of the good. Indianapolis Colts. This guy does have chops. Yeah. Send that in to C-Mac. <laughs> I love it. Who wasn't quite sure who his team even played today. I mean, we got our asses kicked. And... Uh, Credit 49ers and, and Coach McVay. Now, he got the right coach. Yeah, that's the crazy part. He got presumably the tougher part correct. He got the coach right, but he got the team name wrong. All credit to the 49ers. Now, to be fair, the Colts did lose 43-9 to mm-hmm. or 46-9. to Let me look that up. A lot to nine. A lot to zero <laughs> or close to zero. 46-9 to the Rams lost. Or, sorry, the Colts lost. So, they, so maybe he was just thinking about the score. He might have been, yeah. When he said 49ers there. Either way, you know, you spent the entire week preparing for it, and then three and a half hours looking at them on the field. Yeah. Well, maybe that explains why they lost so badly, is he thought it was a different team. (laughs) Yeah, totally, absolutely. You're like, oh, this fits very well. Um, All of their game tape was of San Francisco. (laughs) Yeah, I have some equally troubling news, Justin. (laughs) If, If not now, when is not by the Smiths. It's by Incubus. Oh, you're thinking how soon is now? Yeah, that's the one I how was thinking of. How soon is now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not now, when Incubus? So hey, listen. I'm a. I didn't know that, and I <laughs> like to think I know all of their records for the most part. Mm, that was a more the one recent after, one. Yeah, it was after Light Grenades. Oh yeah, I checked out at that yeah. point. Oh, me that's too, when yeah. they were the soundtrack of Stealth, that movie with a oh, robot yeah. plane. Wasn't uh, Vin p- Diesel was in that too? Wasn't he? I uh, know. Jamie Fox. Uh, oh yes. Uh, Fuck, who else? Josh Lucas and Jessica Beale. Nice. Yes. And then wow. about half an hour into that movie, Jamie Foxx decides that he'd just rather not be there anymore and purposefully flies his plane into a mountain and dies. <laughs> Sick. That actually sounds pretty cool. Um, but we got a second clip this week, and it comes to us from the world of NCAA football. So yeah. football, but not quite the NFL. And this is a clip that really speaks to me personally as someone – who spent some time working uh, as a play-by-play man, mostly for inexcusably shitty hockey teams. I think that's fair to say from my own personal experience. You know, you really wonder sometimes uh, how things are going to be better year to year. 
And yeah. uh, that's the question that was facing uh, Brian Kelly of North Dakota, if I'm not mistaken. Notre Dame. But, Notre Dame. But good hustle. Different ND there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was close. <laughs> well, I mean, it. you're close in you the sense You sent this of, to me. I did not. In <laughs> the sense of ND. I didn't pull this one myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> He was asked, what would be different about this season compared to last? You've made a ton of changes, changed the culture, everything. But obviously, you lost in, at the very end, kind of like last year, seven of eight losses. How do you, what, what's the question? What's the I'm question? getting to it. Uh, we'll do, get to the question. How do you keep this from snowballing? It's like not going to snowball. Year? Next question. Well, what, is, what exactly will be different, uh, I guess? There's nothing different. I, I go to work every day, and I coach my football team. Okay. Is that, is that good enough for you? Yes, I was just asking about the, how it, it was different from last year's losing by one possession. Okay. And tonight was also like that, so I was just wondering. Losing by one possession? Yes. No, it was one point. Okay. Okay, great, thanks. Okay, well. And then just walked I mean, off. I just walked off. I mean, it's great because in football, one point is one possession. Yeah, technically. That is, that is technically correct. Yeah. And a also. field goal is a single possession. Yeah, it is a possession. Even a rouge a, is a possession yeah, exactly, or a safety. Exactly. These are all possessions. So she was correct. Yes. I like that he was like, I feel like you could even tell by his body language. It's like he got halfway through that and then was like, uh. Oh, no, that's actually right. I don't like, feel like he would have done that to a male reporter. No, I either. don't think so either. And I also think it was really funny where she where she was like, okay, so, yeah, you lost seven of eight, the last seven <laughs> of eight last year, and then you lost this first game. How are things going to change? I haven't changed anything. Nothing. I'm nothing not changes. Anything. Nothing changes. I come Every, in here and I coach my football team. I just team. coach my football team. That's very – imagine interviewing a coach after a game and being like, Coach, it seemed like a really uh, different game out there in the third quarter. What adjustments did you make in uh, the intermission? None. I don't make adjustments. I mean, we, never, <laughs> we never make any sorts of adjustments. I just coach the team like I, I always coach. do, yeah. and the team does what it's going to do. I actually would love to see a winning coach give the same interview. Like, <laughs> that, coach, that was great. Wow, what a huge win out there, you know, uh, 32 to nothing. A really big victory for your team. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was great. I just came here and did my job. You know, I just came out here and I just... Uh, you Get know, to I the just, question. Yeah. What's the question? What's the question? What's the question? I'm just doing my job, you know. Hurry I just, up. I come here every day. I do my job, you know, and, uh, well, you guys won by a lot. Yeah. Uh, it a was lot? A, uh, a yeah. lot? Try 17 points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a lot. <laughs> That'd be great. I would love that. Uh, but good stuff from great stuff. Brian Kelly of Notre Dame. And yes. I should have known that because he's literally keyed as the coach of Notre Dame in the video clip. But in my defense, the like the running, the the bar that shows you how much time is left in the video is kind of striking out the Notre Dame part. I mean, I should probably recognize that logo. I, I don't mean, pay I, I attention to NCAA more, sports at all. Yeah, and which Nor isn't really a problem to the folks at Sportsnet, apparently. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> <laughs> we should not. Uh, we should try not to to do that. <laughs> I remember my buddy. Uh, my buddy completed the BCIT radio journalism program uh, quite a while ago. I want to say it would have been like '06, maybe. And I remember he interviewed at TSN, and part of the job interview was just sports knowledge. And he was like, "Yeah, they asked me to name five players on the St. Louis Blues. Like, I know five players on the Blues. I could probably do that right now for the 2006 Blues. Exactly. Honestly. I know. I was like Pavel Dimitra." <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Eric Weinrich, Keith Kachuk, Keith Kachuk, Doug Wait, 2006. 
Doug Waite. Curtis, no, not Curtis yeah, Joseph. San- Sanford might Sanford, have been there, yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Oh, uh, Barrett Jackman. Was oh, he? for he sure have, he was there. That was like there. his rookie year. That was the year he won the Calder Absolutely Trophy. Absolutely he was, was there. Was Eric Johnson or was that the year after? A Eric, year after. Eric Johnson was drafted first overall in 2007. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and he didn't. I, I, I don't know think that he, because I was at that draft. It was right here in Vancouver. I don't think he played his uh, draft year either, did he? Uh, like the year after he was drafted, did he? Uh, I thought he went back to school for a year, but I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was 2006 that the draft was in Vancouver. I think it was 07. Ooh, Peter Kayanik. It was 06. Yeah, Peter Kayanik, Martin Ruchinski. Oh, Jamal. Mayer. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, but yeah. it's like I remember all these guys. Did we Dan get? Do we get most of those names right? Was Barrett Jackman there? Barrett Jackman was there. Christian Backman was there had, also. Had McKinnis retired at this point? Oh, yeah. I feel like yes, for sure. Yes, I think so. I don't see him on here. I'm trying it to was see. Curtis Sanford played 31 games and Manny Legacy. Oh, Jason tra- Bakashawa, remember him? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's, was that tra- was a great name. I was trying to think of who the, uh, who the, uh, who the goalies were. The guy who threw me out of a moving car. Thomas Mojis. Wow. <laughs> yes. Who could forget him? Vehicular Mojicide. Oh, yeah. One of our most classic episodes. Absolutely. Uh, do we have, how, how are the questions looking this week? Yeah, uh, speaking good. of asking questions. Pretty good. We will move on to our top three questions of the week. And you know what? I'm not even going to play the theme this week because last week we played it and we were like, this is so outdated. Yeah, we got to redo our oh, we got to really. redo our slams. Yeah. Next time Stefan is in Vancouver, we're just going to have like a new theme song recording day. Yeah. And until then, I'm not we'll even going to for Thanksgiving. I'm not even so. going to play the top three questions. Perfect. Theme. Thanksgiving will do it. Um, okay, top three questions of the week. Number three comes in from Dog Boner, uh, Michael Hale. Ooh. Uh, and he, uh, I, I, in good conscience, I mean, a lot of people liked it. It has. Well, uh, I think this is this is Dink Magic. This oh, is yeah. the other. Mic. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. This is, this is the other Dink mic. Magic. My apologies. My apologies, Michael. What? I don't know. Michael Jackson. No one's sure. Okay, sorry. He's my, a mystery. My man. apologies to Dog Boner Michael Hale. This is at Dink Magic Michael Blank, and it does have ninety three likes. So logic would dictate it would be the number one question he's an influencer out there but it does it will not it i in good conscience i cannot give this more than 100 points uh could you push a dry tennis ball into your ass now we were talking about (laughs) the texture of a kiwi skin earlier yes very similar uh kiwi is also like squishier right yeah and it's more scratchy too but like a kiwi you could definitely get in your butt, I think. Yeah, for sure. It's much smaller. Much smaller. Um, I but think I could do it. If you gave me enough time, you know what? I could get it in someone else's butt. No, Stefan, I think as much of the problem as the size is, the, the, like, the kind of like felt like texture of the tennis ball also, because it's dry, is also right. going to cause you all kinds of problems. I'm just well, guessing yeah. that it's going to be, uh, you know, those um, those pa- uh, those like things you get at the at like the dollar store. Those like paddles that you put on your hand that have Velcro on the front, and then the tennis yeah. ball. You throw the tennis ball, and it sticks to the Velcro. Uh, yeah, yeah, that little game. Th- that'd be like me, but my ass hair. <laughs> See, I think so I don't think you'd actually be able to get the tennis ball into my ass because it would Velcro on my ass hair. I think and a big not part of it in. is the is the positioning. Like I don't think I could do it to my own ass, like I said, but if there was an ass in front of me and I had like a running start. Or like, <laughs> but I or I just had more like there's there's way more room to maneuver. So you need ass. some velocity coming in. Well that or but just, just having the having the maneuverability. What what if you put your asshole wide open and then Milos Raonic tried to serve it into your ass? 
I would try that. I would do that for the show. I would do that for you guys. Technically, that is dry. It is dry. I think in all probability, though, as you're like bent over, ready to receive, the the tennis ball has just as much likelihood off of the roundage serve to just smash your ball sack. Also, yeah, you'd have you'd yeah. have protection for your balls. Okay. Why don't okay. I just get Why don't I just get Ronick to just shove it up my ass? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's also an option. Yeah. That seems a lot easier. Kind of cut out the middle, man. There's no chance. I don't want to leave it up to chance. So I'm saying I couldn't do it. I really don't think. Well, I've I already could. told you. John my reason. said he couldn't, but Stefan, with, with, with the assistance of Milos Raonic, you're gonna yeah. do it. Yeah, I just when... bend over in front of him. He just shoves it up there. <laughs> um, Godspeed. I will be honest. When I got that question, I thought to myself, well, Justin and I will say no, and Stefan will say yes. See, I th- would think that you would say that I would say yes, because I'm usually the one who's just like, eh, it's funnier if I say this thing. True, but this, I mean, if we're being actually really honest, yeah. none of us could do it. Yes. So I, th- I think I could. I, okay, well, you must have one gaping asshole. No, I don't think I do. I just think if, if I had enough time... It's like the classic, like, can you eat, like, because I've seen, I, well, I haven't seen, but I feel like, I, I, I think you can, like, a pool ball, I think is more likely, because it's got, like, a sheen surface. It's like the, yeah, it's, it's the like text, the age old, like I said, the texture exactly, is Exactly, it's like the age old debate of, like, could you eat four crackers in a minute or But whatever, also what right? I will give a tennis ball over a pool ball is, like, there would be some give to it, like, True. you can squeeze it. True, but maybe that's worse. That might be worse because it'll squeeze it like flat. Exactly. And then it's like longer. Exactly. Uh, Okay. I I think I can do it. Number two question. I think I can do it. Worth 200 points. This comes in from Matt Rainus. We don't know if he listens to the show or not Uh, because this was off of Stefan's account. He says, you are a political strategist who needs to find a retired athlete to run for governor of any state, either party. Who do you choose? Uh, John Rocker. Ooh, that's pretty good. Because why, why the fuck not at this point? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna go. Uh, I was gonna go up the pitcher alley as well and say Kurt Schilling. I mean, he he is political in some. That's what senses. I mean. He's already on Breitbart. He's, he's got a huge following. He is like, isn't he like gearing up to run for Senate? Legit. Yeah, yeah. But he, he, he was hinting about it. Our our resident uh, Kurt Schilling expert, Chris James, will, can tell us yeah. all about. But he, he could, could, I, he I could would, weigh in. I would think that he would lose though. I would not choose him because he does not seem to be a very populist candidate. He's a very divisive figure. Maybe, but I mean, okay, yeah, true. But I you think he would like rally the same base as yeah, like Trump? Exactly. Basically. I'm thinking Republican. And okay. speaking of Chris James, if you have not watched not even a show, you should do yourself a favor yeah. and especially and watch if that you show. like me dislike Kurt Schilling. Yeah, exactly. Get, go watch our uh, friend Kurt, uh, Chris rather just torment. He Kurt. torments a bunch of uh, right-wing radio shows doing a, a series of prank calls and stuff, and it's extremely funny. Including yeah. Kurt Schilling. And uh, he, wor- he works very hard on it, and, uh, and Kurt Schilling is a piece of shit. So if you have not watched it, uh, check it out on YouTube. Not even a show. You can also follow. I think Twitter. It's at not even a show. Yeah, and you know what? You shouted out top marks earlier. If you want more Chris James in your life, maybe give a listen to old podcasts as well. Oh, thanks, pal. The, the Vancouver Soccer Podcast, hosted by Chris James and only Chris James. There's only one <laughs> yeah. host of the show. Actually, that's not true. Occasionally, there's a guest. I know, I'm all caught up. I'm oh, okay, kidding. I was going to say, you are all caught up. <laughs> yeah, am, only just this last episode, I got my co-host title back. Reinstated. Because we're fighting against another Whitecaps podcast that shall remain nameless. But I am going to uh, uh, 
choose You're my, going for my a candidate, candidate here. Yeah, I'm going to go someone who could run as either a Democrat or a Republican, sure. but more probably more of like a centrist Republican, I'm okay. thinking. I, I think he would win no matter what. I honestly think there's multiple states that he could run in and win also. Okay. And the gentleman I am choosing to do this is Larry Bird. Sure. He could run in Massachusetts. Yes. He could definitely run in Indiana. Yes. He absolutely would win. It might be one of the most lopsided elections in be. history could be. if Did, he ran in Indiana. Didn't Larry Bird, though, at the very end uh, of his, like, didn't he have some kind of, uh, didn't he have some kind of issue? Uh, with uh, w- w- that people hated him for some some reason. Uh, I feel like sure. there was some kind of controversy with him. I'm, I'm looking it up. Larry remember. Bird controversy. But one of, one of my favorite trivia notes of all time. It doesn't auto complete on Google, so that's probably a good. It's uh, probably a good sign. One of my favorite. Tri- yeah, he he said farms suck. <laughs> <laughs> true. So true. Uh, yeah. No, there's nothing there. So yeah, you're probably good, man. One of my favorite trivia notes of all time is uh, the fact that there was an, a third actor in the um, movie Predator, and I think it might be Sonny Landham. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but of course, Predator, famous for being one of the great action movies of the 1980s, also famous for having two men who would go on to be governor of their state, Arnold Schwarzenegger in California and Jesse the Body of Ventura True. in Minnesota. Now, there was a third actor from the movie Predator who also tried to run for governor, and I think it was Sonny Landon, but I can't quite remember. I'll look it up for you. And he lost his election. Oh, no. But because, you know, you just that's pushing the envelope there. If every member of the cast of Predator got to become yeah, governor. it was Landon. Here we go. Landon ran in the Republican Party primary election for the post of governor of Kentucky, hoping to repeat the success of his Predator castmates, Jesse Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger. He literally was like, hey, these guys did it. Why not me? Why not? Absolutely. He's also dead. He died August 18th. (laughs) He died of a broken heart after he (laughs) was not elected governor. Yeah, in 2003, his heart broke very slowly. Oh, moving on to question number one. The number one question of the week comes in from Owen at Owen Z. And uh, he asks, and we were trying to rack our brains, so we'll see if we can come up with a good answer here to this. But he says, what instance in sporting history is most similar to the live audience laughing during Michael Richards' apology on Letterman? So for those of you that maybe don't know, I'm sure you know the Michael uh, Richards controversy where he screamed the N-word at a heckler in a comedy club, and then he went on the David Letterman show with Jerry Seinfeld to apologize, and people just laughed while he was apologizing. Mm -hmm. So we're looking for an inappropriate audience reaction. Yeah, because they kind of thought it was a bit. Is that why they were laughing? Yeah. 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 And Jerry was like, don't laugh. Because you're so conditioned to Kramer just having... Just joking about things, you know, like sliding yes. into a room and being like, I'm sorry that I said that word. Yes. That was his classic catchphrase, right? Uh, yes, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yes, I'm yeah. sorry for that racial slur. <laughs> hey. I think in terms of like, it's my, in That's my top-notch Kramer impression you just heard. Yes. Um, the one, like, I think, I mean, I, I wasn't at the game, but the when Steve Moore got punched in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Fans of the game definitely cheered. Oh, I cheered at home yeah. watching as well. Yeah. I was also a child. Like, yeah, and then they were like, oh. Uh, that you were a child. Oh, I was like 15. 17? 16. That's close <laughs> <laughs> 12. No, I was 15 at the time. I would have turned 16 later that summer. Uh, but yeah, I uh, 
that was one of those ones where it's like, oh, oh, this isn't okay. We shouldn't be cheering. But I feel like that audience reaction turned halfway through, you know, because they it caught, did. They caught it did. themselves and were like, yeah. "Hoy, hoy, boy, here, what, what uh, is happening?" Well, yeah, now? I think once, uh, like, once the guy gets boarded, like once he gets or whatever they call that, like once you get, like he got put on the board, then put on the stretcher, and yeah, like then yeah. you go like, "Oh, okay, like that's not." This is not a good a good thing that's happening. I mean, the media definitely whipped up a literal bloodlust before that game for weeks on end. Oh yeah. So like in some ways it's understandable that people would cheer because that's what they were promised heading into the game. Totally. And then well, they, didn't and they were and like then some they of got the Canucks. It. I don't think Bertuzzi said anything, but didn't some of the Canucks basically say like, yeah, no, he's there's, a, get there's it. a bounty on his head. Yeah. Brad May. What? Brad May, that's who yeah. it was. Yeah. Put yeah. a bounty on his head. Right. That's right. So we got what we wanted, and then we were like, oh, I oh, wish I don't, did not want that. We don't want this, yeah, It's actually. like when you order the wrong thing at a yeah. restaurant. Take it back. <laughs> oh, ay yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah, trying to. Th- I, th- I felt like I had a really good answer for this before we started recording, and I've since lost it. Well, we were trying to just think. Yeah, it was like audiences reacting inappropriately to stuff. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, frig. Like, it's just a real. I mean, there's, there's like. I mean, I guess you could go with like anybody who cheers for like any of the serial domestic abusers <laughs> in sport yeah. that are like. Oh, just let them play, you know, whatever. Like your your Ray Rice's and your Adrian Petersons of of the world. The NHL on NBC recently promoted themselves with a photo of Patrick Kane with the dog filter from Snapchat. Right. Yes, that's like, true. Patrick Kane, you're a dog. Oh, isn't it hilarious? Like, I don't know if this is the face you want to put forward for your product. Oh, it necessarily. is. Uh, Philadelphia, of course, has classic. Oh yeah, that's what you're talking fans. About I had a, another example though that I've lost yeah, to the ether. You Maybe did. it will return to me. Uh, but the, m- multiple things you could choose from Philadelphia. Of course, the booing of Santa Claus. Not just booing him, whipping him with batteries also, which. Salute those fans for just having a bunch of loose batteries oh, on yeah. hand. I always carry batteries. Maybe it's uh, because they had like the portable radio for the game, and you need backup batteries. Or for the radio. they brought them to throw them at Santa. They just had yeah, dead batteries laying more. around the house. I think it's more they're like, "What can we throw at <laughs> Santa?" Well, I got a bunch of these batteries. No, I think they have like uh, they have like the popcorn guy at Philly games, except it's just a battery guy. Oh know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Handfuls of batteries that he kind of like underhand throws into the yeah. crowd. Batteries, get your batteries here. Yeah, Ice cold batteries. Exactly. <laughs> I got Sanyos. I got Sanyos. No Duracells. No Energizers. Too expensive. Kobe. That's the yeah, real, yeah. that's the key brand. There we go. Uh, they must produce batteries. Also, all those knockoff brands. Uh, yeah, and of course there was that other guy who tried to uh, like force himself to projectile vomit on like a six-year-old girl. That was in Philly also. Oh, yeah. That was in a Phillies game, I think. But that's not necessarily like the entire crowd reacting like that. No. That's just a fan altercation gone extremely wrong. I mean, I guess there, there's also those like classic ones of the college football teams where the, the, the fans run on the field before the game's over. There's that classic one where the, the fans run on the field. Or no, that's the band, isn't it? It's the band, not the fans. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. mind. I don't know. I, I may, hopefully my example will come back to me, and I'll post it in the Facebook group later this week. So we'll see. Yeah, I guess. Maybe I'll just forget it forever. Yeah, I guess I really got uh, I really got nothing for this one. Yeah, it's it's a very difficult question. It's a difficult. We just thought the question was funny. That's why I made it the three hundred pointer because we were like, that's actually a good. It's a good question. 
But like maybe our listeners will inappropriate also have some reactions. Ideas. Yeah, write in with those. And also, nobody wrote in with their secrets for yeah, us we to got read no on air secrets. last week. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Tell us your secrets. Yeah, I send them to us. We'll yeah. read them anonymously. I told everyone I had a hairy ass this week. Uh, that's a Tom, secret. Tom Hannah, actually. Oh wait, that's too obvious. Uh, Tom, nope. Uh, T Hannah, <laughs> Tom H T H T H from from uh, South Carolina, <laughs> formerly Akron. <laughs> he wrote in to say I am extremely horny all the time. Yeah, which that's, is not a secret. That's, no, that's no secret, yeah, baby. Yeah, that's, 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 I do want to I want to shout out Tyler Mack for a question that we can't read on. We the can't show, read but, on the show, but good but question. Yeah, also. and look forward really to good. it on the next mailbag episode, yeah. perhaps. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we could do mailbag. Yeah. Um, but with that, we'll move on to everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. A lot of people love each other. The world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? You know what? I am gonna I'm gonna say my one good thing this week is Justin, you getting most likely the Sportsnet job. I think that's very cool, and I'm very happy for you. Oh, that's very sweet of you. Thank Jesus you so much. Jesus Christ, that's lame as hell. No, no. Um, no, what a good I, friend. My one good thing actually is also related to Justin. My one good <laughs> thing is Justin recording this episode in Star Wars pajamas. Man, I just got home from work. It's oh, awesome. Did I see the pajamas? Yeah, I'm working doubles all week long. No, they're good. I'm not saying they're bad. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, Those are dope. Yeah. I was saying it's good. It's one good thing. I wasn't giving... You're like, oh, man, I'm tired. I... I definitely wore pajamas. I took my multiple jeans times off immediately when I walked yeah, in the I would. door. I always do that. No, but my actual one it's good thing. It's been a long day. Oh Christ! Without you, my friend. Oh uh, no. And I no, tell no, you no, no, all no, 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 about no. it when no. I see you again. You just because you had good shit happen to you doesn't mean you get to sing. Stefan died in the car accident. Actually, he was the <laughs> oh, cyclist. He, he so died. I was singing that to him. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will. There's no one. You. There's no part of that accident that we cannot recast you as Stefan just remember that oh Christ <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah you're believable in all roles yeah. uh, that's, you've uh, been the witness the victim and the assailant so yeah. congratulations congratulations a very versatile performer yeah, I'd put you in my flex spot congratulations <laughs> for breaking my heart not a bad Dylan impression honestly thank you yeah it's a traveling great, Wilburys pretty great song Congratulations! If you're an open mic performer you and, tore it all and apart. you're gonna perform uh, a a traveling Wilburys song, but you don't have a shifting vocal impression for every different member oh, yeah. of the band, get the fuck out of here! Get out of here! Okay. Now Jeff Lynne, probably the hardest one to impersonate because oh, there's nothing really distinct about him. But if you don't have like a Roy Orbison oh, yeah. or a Tom Petty you impression, are you kidding me, get player? Get out of here! Get out of here, player! Get out of here! Get out of my karaoke bar get out bitch. of here uh and if you are gonna do traveling wilbury's karaoke hard mode is um 
uh, what's uh, Dirty World, okay. where they where they list off all the car parts at the end, and oh, it's yeah. everyone's a different person. She loves your long endurance. <laughs> she loves your quest for junk food. She yes. loves your big refrigerator. Their, their cover <laughs> of Runaway is spectacular. Oh, also. totally. I fucking love that She song. loves your trembling Wilbury. That was actually a fun, funny story. Their group was actually going to be called the Trembling Wilburys because they had a Wilbury microphone and it had this like uh, this effect on it that made it sound like your voice was trembling. So oh. they called it the Trembling Wilbury, oh. and then they decided to change it to Traveling. I so thought I thought it was named after their like their their monitor speakers or something like that. No, I, I think it, I think I might be right. Well, it might be a speaker, but the speaker but was not a microphone, or whatever, but yeah, not, yeah. not a microphone. Yeah, I think it was named after their monitor. I mean, you would know more about sound equipment than I would, possibly. Maybe. Regardless, what's your one good thing, John? Uh, my one good thing. Speaking of music, is a music. Ooh, uh-huh. is a music. It is a music. I am going to recommend the al- uh, the new album from the National oh. called Sleep Well Beast. Uh, it is a great album. The National are one of my favorite bands. Mine too. And uh, I didn't love their last album. I will be honest with you. Trouble Will Find Me. Uh, I got real National fatigue. I felt like it kind of sounded very similar to all the rest it's of their like albums. half great. Yeah, exactly. A couple good songs, but it, it never really grabbed me the way other National albums uh, have. I can already tell that this record I'm just going to be obsessed with. The They're back. one of those bands where... I love their back catalog so much that every time a new record comes out from them, I get really nervous to listen to it. Totally. Because well, I fear that I will This not one has enjoy. actually a little bit of an alligator feel. feels a little bit okay. looser. It's got some real jams, some okay. really like Mr. November, Abel type songs okay. on it. And they are I'm also more of using. I'm a boxer man myself. I'm an, I'm an alligator guy, so I re- I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, so yeah, so check it out. The National Sleep Well Beast. Okay, and I'm going to recommend a film this week. A film. A film. Uh, not from Netflix, one that I actually went out and saw in the theater, and I strongly recommend that everyone does as well. In fact, this was recommended to me by a friend of the show and former guest on this show, Ryan Lambert. Uh, at Two Line Pass, I put a poll on Twitter asking people what I should go see this past Tuesday, and despite the fact that this movie got just smoked, blown out of the water by all accounts in my poll, Ryan wrote in and said, this is the best movie I've seen all year. And you know what? He's right. It was the best movie that I've seen all year as well. It's called Wind River. It stars Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. It's about uh, basically missing and murdered Aboriginal women, uh, and it's kind of Continuing this thing with, um, you know, uh, there's been a couple of them lately, uh, Western kind of movies that take place in the snow instead of in the desert. Uh, this is a, a story that takes place in Wyoming. Uh, an Aboriginal girl goes missing, and uh, the the FBI agent brought in to uh, crack the case as to how she died is in way out of her depths in this very small town, an enormous county that doesn't have hardly any police officers at all. This is Elizabeth Olsen's character. So she recruits Jeremy Renner to help her solve this thing, and he plays uh, a hunter, kind of like a conservation sort of officer who, who kills... Uh, predators before they can prey on uh, livestock. So he's killing wolves and stuff before they can kill uh, cows and whatnot. And they bring him in to hunt a human predator as well who is preying on women. And uh, it is kind of dark and and, uh, and sad, as this description may let on, but it, the performances 
are just absolutely superb, particularly from Jeremy Renner, who I think is way underrated, as well as the uh, native actor who plays the victim's father. He was just excellent as well in the two scenes that the two of them have together. Kind so of good, you don't remember his name. And are completely dynamite uh, performances. I absolutely loved this movie. It is extremely intense. Uh, so if you're looking for some action with a real dramatic hook to it as well, go on out and support a small movie that doesn't have a lot of uh, you know marketing around it. I'm going to give it that bump right now because the RGS bump is real. Wind River, starring Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. And you know what, folks? Speaking of the RGS bump being real, not only did I benefit from the RGS bump this week, but we haven't talked about it on the show. Over the course of the last like month and a half, we had two comedians come on this program and ask for your support in the Sirius XM... Uh, what was the name of that contest? John, you know Canada's Next Top Comic. Canada's Next Top Comic, or Top Comic. Uh, they both came on here. They both asked for your votes. And you know how you know the RGS bump is real? Because they both made it to the top ten. Top eight. Top eight. Even, 18, even fewer. 18 comedians. Only eight made it. And two of them were Kyle Bottom and Gavin Matz. And congratulations to them. And not just congratulations to them. Congratulations to you for listening and presumably voting for them as well. Because yes. that's how this works. So uh, yes. I'm very proud of our listeners, honestly. Me too. I'm proud of all of us. And I'll just wrap up with this very fun fact about how we were both wrong about the Traveling Wilbury's name. First of it, first of all, this is just a great quote. Just, just say, like you can imagine George Harrison speaking it exactly like this. When asked what he planned to do as a follow-up for his Cloud Nine album, Harrison replied, "What I'd really like to do next is to do an album with me and some of my mates. A few tunes, you know, maybe the Traveling Wilburys. It's this new group I got. It's called the Traveling Wilburys. I'd like to do an album with them, and later we can all do our own albums again." <laughs> sounds great, and uh, so Wilbury. This <laughs> is a great quote. I don't know why it's so funny, but it's this new group I got, the Traveling Wilburys. I already have it. Yeah, it's I already a, have it's it. Funny you asked. I have already done all of the work. Yeah, exactly. What I'd really like to do next is to do an album. Well, it's already done. Uh, here it is, right here. Yeah, I actually brought a copy. It's so funny that it. <laughs> so apparently Wilbury was a slang term first used by Harrison during the recording of Cloud Nine with Jeff Lynn. Referring to some recording errors created by some faulty equipment, Harrison jokingly remarked to Lynn, we'll bury him in the mix. And then the way that, that he said Wilbury made it like, uh. oh, we'll, we'll just bury it. So, oh, that's a thing. Ah, oh, we'll bury it. And then thereafter, they used the term for any small error in performance, and the term was used again when the group were together. Harrison suggested the Trembling Wilburys as the group's name. Instead, Lynn suggested Traveling, with which the group agreed. And look at that. Jeff Lynn actually having some real creative input. Absolutely. Seems like he's just the extra guy there, you would think, considering the iconic stature of literally everyone else in the group. And then this guy from ELO... Which, you know, not a bad band by any stretch of the imagination, but he kind of just sticks out like a sore thumb in that roster overall. But with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is no one. We're recording at my parents' place, and no one is home, but 
me and John. So I guess we're home. The roommate is the RGS Studios for this week. Sure. Our intern is the fine folks at SeatGeek. Promo code REALGOOD. $20 off your first purchase over there. A very progressive company staffed entirely by ladies. And we love them for how forward thinking they are. Ladies and Edward. He he works for Oh Ad Ad Results. Results. You're right. You're right. He's He's in a different umbrella. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I think I've made that joke before and I was also wrong. Anyway, it doesn't matter. If you like yeah, fuck the those show, ad results, guys. support oh, it. Man. Support Ugh. it at www.patreon.com slash realgoodshow. We gave you a great episode with Jesse Farrar uh, last week. And, of course, we have uh, two more coming your way throughout the rest yeah. of this month Mail as well. I do want to get, uh, I want to get Michael Hale on one of them, potentially. Yeah. So. Just We're round out the uh, the entire your Kickstarter sucks. Cast. We should actually just do a full on crossover episode yeah, of some kind. Absolutely. Yeah, like a Flintstones and Jetsons. Mm-hmm. Or Simpsons and the Critic. Yes. Or the Simpsons and one. Family Guy. Or uh, Simpsons and Critic is, is good and I mean I think that's flattering for yeah. all parties. And uh, Brooklyn nine nine and the new girl. <laughs> Did they do that? Yeah. Oh weird. Well, it was just like it was like a really shitty crossover. It was like right. it wasn't like a show crossover. Like there was one episode where Zoe Deschanel like plays a victim. Oh, okay. And so then they're like helping and then Zoe Andy Deschanel. Sandberg was and also then, on New Girl. Yeah, and so well, I think it was a couple of them were on New Girl. They like had a crime that was committed, and they uh, showed up to uh, like solve the crime. Uh, yeah. Also, like uh, Arrow, The Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, they do, and Supergirl too. They all do. A DC crossover event yeah. pretty much every single season. Sure. Not that I know anything about that. No. I'm not a big fucking nerd over here. Wow. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, of course, at Real Good Show. On Facebook, the group is facebook.com slash groups slash Real Good Show. And that's a ton of fun. So join the group if you haven't already. It's a great time in there. Except uh, Tom keeps posting disgusting food photos. And I think people leave the group every time he does that. So... You know, maybe slow your roll over there, Mr. <laughs> That's not going to work. That's going to do the exact opposite. I know. I shouldn't have acknowledged it at all. We always appreciate it, of course, when you tell people about the show as well. And you can head on over to iTunes and rate and review it in the iTunes store to give us a little bump in their algorithm, too. Always love it when you do that. But until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Wilburys. Orange peels. I was going to say Wilburys, but I don't play this game. So we were at least on the same wave. Thank you, my friend. Stefan's fucking it up. That was an awful fist bump. Let's do that again. There we go. I said orange peels. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, what, an hour ago? I mean, he's still, it's always, see, we need to get on his level, John. extreme weirdo. We need to get on his level. He, like, how did he pick things when we were all recording in the same room? Literally, whatever he was looking at whatever on the table. At. Yeah, 100%. So you need to think what might Stefan be looking at. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think about that. You just guess pornography. Because I, really, yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. So there's that. True. Anyways, take it away, Traveling Wilburys. Well, next, next episode is going to end with John. If he, if he goes on that assumption, he's going to be like uh, a small penis. Handle me with care. Oh, it's Runaway for sure. And we'll hear that right now so from the Traveling Wolverines. Lonely. I still have some love to give. Won't you show me that you really care? Okay, it's the Dylan coming up. Everybody <laughs> got somebody <laughs> to lean <laughs> on. Put your, your body, body next to mine. 
and dream on. All right, I'm going to go eat a banana peel now. I've been up tight. Okay, I'm starting. What's the question? What's the I'm question? getting to it. Uh, we'll do, get to the question. How do you keep this from snowballing? It's like not going to snowball. Year? Next question. Well, what is what exactly will be different, I, I guess? There's nothing different. I, I go to work every day, and I coach my football team. Okay. <laughs>